Welcome to another episode of Guys at the Roundtable. I am your boy, Vladimir Jean-Philippe. And ladies and gentlemen, I have to be honest with you guys. I am conflicted. I am very conflicted morally, logically, and intellectually. Because on one hand, I see why boycotts are needed. I see why boycotts are important. Throughout history, boycotts has been used to send a statement and been used as a weapon for equality and fair treatment amongst people of color mainly, but you know, throughout life and history, you start to see people use boycotts in a way to just kind of bring attention to something that's not fair or unequal. And lately though, where I'm getting conflicted is that I'm seeing a lot of people calling for the boycott of the NFL and the boycott of Netflix and boycott of social media, certain businesses, movies, uh, movie actors, etc., etc. right? And where my conflict comes into play is, although I see why people want to boycott things, I don't see the purpose in the modern day way of boycotting things. Because now it makes me, it puts me in a predicament because am I a hypocrite? <laughs> because I support boycotts. I really do because throughout history, it has been proven and has shown that boycotts are very effective when used properly. But lately I've been seeing Karens and Kens quote unquote, and people who just don't like something, try to use boycott as a weapon to stop something they deem to seem unfair. And in a way they have that right to do that. They have the right to ask for that boycott or to call to that boycott. But at the same time, I asked myself, is that boycott worthy? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, does it make sense? Like, how is you boycotting the NFL going to help anybody? You know what I mean? So it, it, this is where I'm conflicted because honestly, I'm for boycotts. If you want to boycott something and it's shown to that business or that place of uh, whatever has shown to be unfair to people or treat people inhumanely and you want to bring about change or call attention to that i'm all for it but where it gets kind of tricky for me is that if your personal feelings are involved and you don't like a certain political statement that a company or an entity has made because it hurts your feelings then i think your boycott is invalid i don't know like what i don't know what the rules are i don't make the recipe i just follow it so I'm trying to figure it out because on one hand, people that are calling to boycott the NFL, they have every right to do it because if you don't like a message or a certain way that the NFL is going as well, be it's well within your rights to call for a boycott. You don't have to watch it. If you don't want to, you have that right. You have that ability to watch or not watch or support or not support the NFL. But at the same time, I have to question why. Because I've learned in anything that you do in life, it's always that nuance, right? It's the why. Why are you doing certain things? Why are you doing it this way? Why are you going that route? You know, it's the why. And honestly, I, I and I'm going to sound hypocritical here, but I think the people that are calling for the boycotts of the NFL are all in the wrong. I, I personally feel that way. But at the same time, when I look at history, 
people have felt the same way that I have feel that I am feeling right now towards boycotts as well, towards a certain group of people and certain businesses and entities for the way they debt, uh, for the way that they conduct business with other ethnic groups or minorities or whatever. So for me to say that a boycott of the NFL is the dumbest thing I've ever heard would be kind of hypocritical, wouldn't it? But then again, I think about all the people boycotting the NFL and I ask them the exact same question. Do you think your actions hold weight? Why are you boycotting the NFL or sports or whatever you are boycotting at the present moment in time? Do you feel like your actions hold weight? Do you think that your cause is more valid than another cause? So this is the dilemma that I'm in, but I've chosen a side. And the side I've chosen to go with is F those people. <laughs> F them. F them to hell. Okay. Like seriously, like it, it, the people that are boycotting the NFL have to be the most asinine people on the face of the earth, in my opinion, because you're boycotting the NFL for the dumbest reasons I have ever heard. The NFL right now is partnering with its athletes, its employees to try to bring about change into a system that has been demeaning and inhibiting people of color for ages. And because they're trying to, quote unquote, bring about change, you're boycotting them? Seriously? This is where we're heading? This is this is the path you chosen to, to, to take? Or this is the stake you chose to die on? Like, I don't get it. It, it, it really makes no sense to me that the, there's people boycotting the NFL because the NFL has chosen to stand up against an evil, the evil of racism. The NFL has chosen to stand up against the evil of racism and people are throwing hissy fits. And why do I feel conflicted? Well, I don't anymore because I've chosen a side. I've chosen to say F those people that is boycotting the NFL, but they're well within their rights to do so. You know what I mean? So this is this is the only reason why I'm conflicted is because they are well within their rights to boycott the NFL because they don't agree with that message. In the same way that I am allowed to disagree with those people boycotting the NFL for that said message. <laughs> so I'm in a little bit of a conundrum. It's not a big one. It's just a little one. It's just this. I'm just thinking out loud with you guys as well, because this is what I like to do. I like to take an asinine thought or an asinine statement and try to make sense of it. And this boycotting of the NFL makes absolutely no sense to me. It does not. Because the NFL for the longest time has cared about one thing and one thing only. The bottom line. The dollar dollar bills, y'all. Cream. Cash rules everything around me. That's what the NFL was about for the longest time. And still is. They're about that money. And if anything gets in the way of them making that money, you got to go. Ray Rice. One of the uprising uh, star running backs with the Baltimore Ravens back a few uh, a few years back, right? Back in 2016, 17, I, I want to say. Got into an uh, uh, elevator and beat the living hell out of his wife. Like, well, he didn't beat the living hell out of her, but he knocked her out unconscious in the elevator. Which, in technical terms, he beat the living hell out of her. But whatever. Semantics. But NFL look at that and it's just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, bro. That's not a good look for the shield, bro. You got to go. They booted him out. The brother went on a humbling tour. He he belittled himself. He, you know, he apologized sincerely, I would like to believe. And the NFL was just like, nah, fam, we can't associate with you anymore. People didn't boycott the NFL then. I mean, there was grumblings, but nobody legitimately was thinking about boycotting the NFL. Ray allegedly killed the man. 
No protests with the NFL. No protests. None. Patriots have won, what, nine, uh, six Super Bowls. Six out of nine appearances in 20 years. That's crazy. Nobody protested the NFL. I mean, they bitched and complained a lot, <laughs> but there was no protest. Tom Brady cheated. There was no protest. What I'm saying is, the NFL has gone through a lot of controversies. A lot of them. Nobody protested. Nobody took offense to anything. They're just like, well, okay, keep it moving. Because it didn't hurt the NFL's bottom line. Now, in 2020, out of all the years that the NFL has existed, in all of its existence, and it's a long time, 100 years the NFL has existed for, 101 technically, including this year, because we're in the 101st year of the NFL. 100 years the NFL has existed. It has never, ever took a stand up about anything. Anything. Because they did not want to hurt the bottom line. Bottom line being dollar dollar bills, y'all. And now the NFL has finally stood up and said, you know what? We stand with our players. They're getting mistreated in society. Or, you know, their African-American counterparts are being mistreated in society. We can do something. We have the platform. We have the resources. And we have the money to do something about this. Let's take a stand. And what do some people want to do? Now, all of a sudden, they want to crawl out of their beds and they want to protest the NFL for taking a stand of unity with its players. For the first time ever in its 100-year history, the NFL has sided with its players to take a stand with its players in the name of unity and ending systematic racism or systemic racism. And the first thing people want to do is call out to boycott the NFL? Really? That was your first thought? You hear the NFL wants to work with these guys and be like, all right, you guys are being disproportionately affected by racism. How can we help? NFL players are actually doing something positive for once. It's not, you know, being, well, not a lot of players do this, but like a lot of players do a lot of negative things and it gets a lot of the spotlights because negativity sells. But a majority of the NFL players, 90% or 97%, do actually positive things. They have charities. They donate. They can volunteer their time to, con uh, to society to make their community's lives better. But you get a few knuckleheads do something stupid, and then it's all over the news, and that's all everybody wants to report on. And then it gives a negative image to the NFL. But the NFL is doing something positive for once, and people are dookieing on it. they poo-pooing all over it. We're talking about unity. The Kansas City Chiefs played the Houston Texans week one, the season opener on a Thursday night. They took a moment of silence for unity where they locked in arms before the coin toss. It wasn't before the national anthem. It wasn't during the national anthem. It was before the actual coin toss. They said, hey, let's take a moment of silence for unity. And the fans of the Kansas City Chiefs, the 22% the or the 13% that was allowed in the stadiums, you know what they decided to do? These mofos decided to boo the entire duration of the moment of silence for unity. We're not asking for anything ridiculous. We, they just pretty much said, hey, let's take a moment. Let's hope. Let's lock arms in unity and just be united for once because we are the United States of America, aren't we? And that's what they did. And you know what happened? The Kansas City Chiefs fans booed for the entire duration. And then fans on the Twitterverse and Facebook, you went all on a rampage saying, yes, 
I stand in solidarity with those fans. They did the right thing. I would have booed too. Yada, 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 yada. And then the cries for boycott the NFL comes raining on in. I'm not watching the NFL this year because they talking about stuff that I don't agree with. It hurts my feelings. These guys are millionaires telling us how to live our lives, blah, blah, blah. Well, let me tell you something. These guys, yes, they are multimillionaires instantly to play a quote unquote child's game, which is, I hate that term because it's not a child's game. It's a, it's a man's game. It's a grown adult's game. Yes, they have the skills to become a professional football player. And you guys want to poo-poo on them for using their platform to do good? This is where you choose to boycott the NFL when they're trying to do good? Make that make sense. Seriously, somebody, make it make sense to me because I have no idea what's going on with that. I don't understand the logic reasoning behind that. People in the NFL are actually trying to do good and we're dookieing all over it. We booed Unity. Unity was booed that night. That's that's really preposterous in my opinion. That's I don't understand. I can't comprehend that. How do you boo Unity? How miserable of a person you got to be to be like, all right, I hear about this peaceful thing. It's Unity. Eh, F that. Boo. Boo. What kind of miserable prick are you? To boo unity. And then, and then, and then, all the Karens and the Kens in the world come out. Let's boycott the NFL. <laughs> Again, I ask you, what are you accomplishing with this? At the same breath, though, I do, like, look, you have the right to, to call for the boycott and whatnot. But the way I'm seeing it is, like, it's awful fishy to me that you're boycotting something that a bunch of folks want a positive change in this world and you're opposed to it, okay? That doesn't put you or paint you in a good light, my dude, or my dudette. It makes you look like you are for negativity and racism and you want the things to be the status quo. That's what it looks like to me. You can prove me wrong, but the way I'm seeing it, don't look good, fam. It don't look good. So, again, what do you want from these athletes? Because, yes, these athletes are multimillionaires, but they came from impoverished neighborhoods. A lot of them came from very dangerous neighborhoods to overcome the obstacles that was placed in front of them to hone a skill that is very difficult to do. Very difficult. Only 17% of the people that try to make it to the NFL make it to the NFL. The rosters are very limited. Each team is what? There's 32 teams and 53 men for a roster. So that's what, 1696, maybe 1700 roster spots for an individual. If you include the roster, uh, the practice squad. Okay, so it's about what, 1700 roster spots for God knows how many people trying out for it. But only 17% succeed or even make it because even less than that succeed in the NFL. It takes 17% to make it to the NFL and then less than that. Maybe I want to say 3% actually succeed being an NFL player. That's ridiculous. So, yeah, you can, you know, rub doo-doo all over these players and be like, look, you guys are multimillionaires to play a kid's game and you should not tell me what to do. Look, they have a platform and some money now. They can talk about the ills in their communities and try to make their communities a better place. That's what they're trying to do. And for you to go and poo-poo all over that, man, that, that tells me the kind of person you are. 
So all of this boycotting the NFL and canceling this and that, this is all nonsense that has to stop. Because in one breath, when people ask for the minimum wage to be increased, a lot of folks want to bitch and complain and say, well, you need to learn a skill. You need to develop a non-minimum wage skill. Minimum skills, minimum wage. You want to pay more, earn a, learn a skill. Well, these NFL players learned a skill that earned them millions of dollars. And yet you're telling them to shut up and dribble, essentially. Like, what? They went and did the very thing you told them to do. Go earn a skill and then they can talk. And now they earn that skill, they earn the money, and now they're talking. You tell them to shut up? Makes no sense. Again, what do you want from these athletes? Do you want them to be peaceful? Do you want them to be violent? Like, you know what I mean? The only time you want these these athletes to be violent is on Sundays. It's, it's on Thursdays, Saturdays, and Sundays and Mondays. Four days a week, you want them to be violent. But the rest of the days of the week, you got to shut up. Like, that's not how it works, fam. That's not how it works at all. And we got these other idiots <laughs> that want to cancel things. Like, people want to cancel Netflix. Because of the one, what is it? The the TV show Cuties? No, not TV show. Movie Cuties. That was a controversy for a week. Cancel Netflix. Cancel Netflix because of Cuties. Cancel Netflix. Why cancel Netflix? Because Cuties is a pedophile show. It's a movie about pedophiles. No, it wasn't. If you watched it, it was nothing more than dance mobs in the movie format. That's it. This It's about this Ethiopian chick who has a very modest lifestyle didn't like the way she was because she wanted to fit in with her peers, joined the dance troupe, and then it just showed her adventures in that dance troupe. And at the end, she has an epiphany. This is not what I want. I want to be home. I want to live a normal girl's life. And then decided to quit and go home. That's what the movie was about. It wasn't about no pedophile. It wasn't sexualizing kids. It wasn't doing any of that nonsense. A lot of the people that was calling for the cancellation of Netflix didn't even take the time to watch the damn movie. They heard it through the grapevine that it was about pedos, and then boom, everybody ran off with it, and now they want to cancel Netflix. Kudos to Netflix for standing their ground and not caving into this BS. Kudos to the NFL for standing their ground and not cancel or, or caving into this BS as well, because it's ridiculous. I don't know what is going on in society, but it seems to me that 20% of the population is accumulating or is accounting for 80% of the nonsense that's going on. 20% of the population, less than 20%, I should say, of the population is is accounting for about 80% of all the nonsense going on. The left versus the right, anti-maskers versus maskers. It's 20% of the dum-dums of the population that's causing a lot of uh, a lot of mess. It's like when you, you was in middle school and the entire class had to read an X amount of books to get a pizza party. And everybody in the class did their thing except for that one dumb kid, right? That one kid. All you needed was that one kid to read one damn book. And that mofo was like, nah, I ain't doing it. And then there's no pizza party for you guys. That's what this is. This is what that's looking like. That's what America has become. America has become the land of where like a majority of people want to do their jobs. But then there's that, that loud majority that doesn't want to do their shit. Or take care of their end. And then it ruins it for the rest of us. So it's time for the rest of us to stand up and tell these mofos to shut up. It really is. It's getting ridiculous. So, I don't know. I don't want to take too much more of your time. But that's what I was thinking about today. And I wanted to get that out there. This boycotting and this cancellation stuff. It's getting out of hand, fam. 
folks, it's getting out of hand. It's, it, it's ridiculous. We need to stop it. And it's, it's like 20% accounting for 80% of the nonsense. The 80% needs to stand up and tell the 20% to shut up is what needs to happen. But it's not going to because Dunning, Dunning's, the Dunning-Kruger effect always takes into place because the dumb ones are the most confident. <laughs> ignorance, be, ignorance bestows confidence. Intelligence bestows, uh, what is it? Uncertainness, uncertainty. So there you have it. I'm Vladimir Jean-Philippe, and this is Guys of the Roundtable. Hit me up on Twitter at GOTR Podcast. Email me at guysoftheroundtable at gmail.com. Like and share this on Facebook at facebook.com slash guys at the roundtable. And if you don't mind, consider subscribing to the uh, show. The link should be in the player somewhere there. Just subscribe. It's free. There's no money. Just subscribe. You know, you'll get notified when I post episodes. That's all it does. So consider subscribing. It'll help a brother out. It'll help me grow my channel and hopefully help me grow a voice so I can at least put some sense into this world because boy, do we need it. So, with that being said, I am humbled by you guys listening to me rant. You guys are awesome. I love y'all. And please, please, please spread some positivity in this world because we need it. Vlad loves y'all. And peace.